Hey everybody, welcome to another night of Walk It Out. My name is Gretchen Cannon and I'm the community pastor here at Grace Church and this is Jody Brown and I am the connection pastor here at Grace Church. And we are going to continue our series talking about the process of M28 discipling. And so the last two episodes we talked about that there was a process. We talked about like what it's not and what it is. And that there is a process. So even though there's no course or right. uh, it's not a class, it's not a course, there is no syllabus or a manual, but there is a process. And it's one we saw in the scriptures, mm -hmm. which is what we're going to talk about that Jesus did. And it's what we use for M28 discipling, kind of like their phases or seasons for each group, mm -hmm. not a program or this is what you follow, but you kind of go in and uh, like you kind of transition from one season uh, or phase mm -hmm. to the other, right? right? So talk about what that what that looks like. And When we were um, talking about this, I told Gretchen I liked the season analogy just because um, winter comes back around. Mm -hmm. Summer, thank God, summer comes back around as well. And so it should be in our life. Like we should be building relationships with people and we should be changing our mind about things that don't line up mm -hmm. with the Word of God and our, our identity in Christ. And so just because we get to the fourth season or um, that stuff, it should be a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't change. Yeah. Right. right. Um, As individuals, and so when you take that as individuals, but you put it into a group for mm -hmm. M28 discipling, like as the individuals move through the four seasons or phases, the group does as well. Right. And so that's that's what we're going to talk about, just to bring some understanding about what this even looks like. And this originated from um, a resource, uh, Mike Breen was the author, and where he talked about different uh, seasons and phases. And mm -hmm. so um, <clears throat> what I don't want you to do is to get caught up, like there's four seasons in life. And so um, don't get caught up in like, okay, we've gone from winter all the way back around to winter, I'm done. Like that may not be it because we're not going to put a time frame on it. It's as you pro work through the process and the different seasons. And honestly, most of that depends on our partnership with him That's and our true. willingness to, uh, to do the things mm -hmm. that he's asking us to do and to connect with him and with others and those types of things. So, and even yeah. if you look at our families, like our natural families, mm -hmm. The phases or the seasons that they go to, like you have babies, mm -hmm. and then you have toddlers, and then you have preschoolers. Yeah, I guess, mm -hmm. and it just keeps going. And some of those phases are longer than others, right? And um, some of them are shorter, right? Right. Like time so. length as mm -hmm. well as like endurance, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, yes. So we nickname these phases D one through D four, four. The phases of the seasons of discipling, season one, discipling, season two, and, and so mm -hmm. forth. So that's what we'll refer to these at. But today we're going to talk about the first season. Mm -hmm. And so we call it D1, and it is the come and follow season. So you want to read for us out of Matthew 4? I will. In Matthew four eighteen through 20, it says, In Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. 
They immediately left their nets and followed him. Yeah. So what do you see in that? What jumps out at you? Um, what jumps out at me is that he was very um, direct in his invitation. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have to second guess what he was asking mm-hmm. of them. And um, he was very intentional with who he was asking. Mm-hmm. And so he wasn't talking to the crowds. He wasn't on the mountain top, you know, talking to all the people below. Mm-hmm. He was talking to two individuals yeah. that were yeah. fishing. Yeah. And um, and so to me, that just speaks. I don't, I don't want to. Mm. It's relationship. It's it relational. is. It's relational. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. not a general. That's a good word. Relational. Yeah. I like yeah. that. And so M28 Discipling is relational and Jesus style. And two reasons why we call it that is it is relational. Mm -hmm. And uh, another thing you mentioned earlier is like he spoke their language, right? He did. He he spoke about fishing Mm -hmm. to fishermen, right? So if, if this was jody in the scriptures that he was walking along the pasture Mm -hmm. and sees jody he's gonna probably talk horse horse talk talk, right because that's what she's familiar with and that's how the lord actually speaks to you Mm -hmm. a lot because it's relational yeah and so the jesus style is just when we talk about m28 discipling being jesus style it's like because we're going to work through these phases or seasons together as a group as individuals, but also as a group, like learning to connect with each other, fighting for each other's mm-hmm. freedom and, and uh, false each beliefs. Other on. Yeah, and, self, and false belief systems, those mm-hmm. kind of things. And so when I looked at the scripture, like verse 19, I love because he says his ask. So his ask is to follow me. Mm-hmm. Now it's an invitation. And so you don't hear them say, well, why? Right. But he tells them why. He says, I will make you fishers of men. And so that make you is actually when you eat it. So if you go back to eat the word, and if you're not familiar with that, and you've just been joining us, go back to the playlist on YouTube of Walk It Out. And there is a playlist on eat the word and also contact us and we will get you in touch with somebody that will actually take you through and teach you how to eat the word, like let you experience the Holy Spirit with it. But it actually says it will cause you. And so I will make you fishers of men isn't like, Jody, you are going to do this. Right. But it's like, I'm going to cause you by this empowering grace, this motivation, this internal thing mm-hmm. to make you fishers of men. And that fishers of men means to catch men. Like they were fishermen. Mm-hmm. They knew how to fish. Honestly, probably better than Jesus, right? He was carpenter (laughs) trade, right? And so they're like, oh, so not teach teach me how to fish for fish, Mm -hmm. but how to actually catch men. And that word even there is gender neutral. So it doesn't mean just exclusively males or uh, anything like that. And so it was an offering them of an invitation, Mm -hmm. which I I love that. And they didn't have a ton of understanding what it meant. I'm thinking they had zero. Yeah. But <laughs> they knew what he was, they said, they knew his ask was to follow him. Mm-hmm. And that the reason was he was going to teach them to mm-hmm. catch fish or to catch men uh, instead of just fish. And so um, something else that we talked about before we came on um, that you pointed out is like, it doesn't say here that Jesus chased them down. Right. He just asked. He just asked, right? <laughs> and so he didn't continue to give them invitation after invitation after invitation. 
He gave him an invitation. And so if you go back to uh, the last two weeks when we did this or the last two episodes, we talked about if this is like what to do in the waiting. And we talked about be patient and pursue Jesus. Mm-hmm. Be reliable. Like, are you reliable? Second Timothy 2, 2. And what is your soil? And so like with these men, like it showed reliability, right? Mm-hmm. Like he just gave the invitation. They said yes. Right. He went on. And right. their soil must mm-hmm. have been decent, mm-hmm. like to even want to go follow him. Yeah. Like the desire was there. Yeah. Because that would be a random person just coming up to you being like, hey, let's do this. Because this was in the beginning of his ministry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I there wasn't tons <laughs> of stories about who he was uh, floating around and all the miracles he's done, right? So uh, anything else you want to add on the scripture? Uh, anything else that jumped out at you? I think when we were preparing and we were talking about this being at the beginning of his ministry, I wonder if they were not there watching Jesus get baptized. Because mm. it's always floored me how like some random dude just walks up and they just lay down everything mm-hmm. they know. Like, I want that kind of faith. I Definitely not there. Mm-hmm. And um, But in reading that, it makes me wonder if they were there so they knew, at least they knew in the part about Mm -hmm. about him and that he had been baptized and all of these Mm -hmm. things, which would make much more sense to me Mm -hmm. why they would maybe be willing to say. Yeah. So it sounds like you get to go on a fun journey with Jesus, checking all that out, right? Right. Because (laughs) now I'm intrigued. (laughs) Right. Right. And he'll lead you relationally. Right. Yeah. So D1, the come and follow (laughs) stage, like if you are a believer, you have said yes to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like he's beckoned you to come in and be his mm-hmm. child, to be uh, in into the family, into the body of Christ. And you're a child of God. But, mm-hmm. but what does it really mean in M28 discipling to come and follow me? So I want you to kind of share a little bit of your testimony okay. about like um, uh, when I asked you, Mm-hmm. to walk with me, the first generation of M28 discipling with me? So it it was probably a very unique setting just in that a lot of the people that were in that group or that you were inviting in, I was already in fairly close relationship with these people, um, would have said we are spiritual family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't necessarily saying yes to spiritual family because I felt like I already had that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the surface ask of, will you, or the surface answer to the ask would have been, well, who's going to say no to growing in Jesus? Like that, that would be weird in a whole different conversation. And so one of the things, one of the Mm -hmm. biggest things that walking in discipling has done for me is it has taught me to slow down Mm -hmm. and to become more self-aware of emotions that are going on or even body, like I've noticed if I get stressed, I start clenching my teeth. Mm-hmm. My mouth gets really mm-hmm. Your jaw anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and stopping and asking myself better questions mm-hmm. or just we could start with just mm-hmm. asking it questions yeah. and then asking it good questions. And so what I realized is what I was really saying yes to was not growing in Jesus. What I was saying yes to is I wanted to be equipped we were getting ready. My husband and I were getting ready to move to Florida, and um, I wanted to be equipped 
to help people find freedom. Mm-hmm. It al- has always been on my heart to do so. I've tried to the best of my understanding and whatnot to do that, but knew that the like the method was lacking. I didn't. They weren't always walking in lasting mm-hmm. freedom. Yeah, and um, I wanted them to walk in lasting freedom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was really saying yes to the process of being taught. Mm-hmm how to do the thing so really mm-hmm. i made it a class mm-hmm. and a program um, yeah mm-hmm. yeah bible study if you right. want to put that out there so right. yeah so what did the shift look like for you because that's not how you view it now right um i think realizing number one like being aware enough that that was my motivation mm-hmm. in the beginning um, one of the things i was telling gretchen is the group that annie and i are currently uh, walking with they recently we had them give us their reason to why they are saying yes mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. And we've been walking with them for several months. Yeah. And it's just been a very long process as far as circumstances that kind of get in the way of it. But I loved it because when they came and they started reading their, we had them eat a scripture mm-hmm. and write, the le- write a letter from the Lord and then say why they were saying yes to it. And every one of them, it was, it was so beautiful. Every one of them was giving their yes to the Lord. Not one of them was giving their yes to a process Mm -hmm. or a program Mm -hmm. that Grace Church or whoever, like, we're not the only people that disciple people. And so, and to me, that was beautiful. I was just, it made me so excited because I thought you can work with that. Mm -hmm. You can, like, the Lord can do something because their yes was, I want more of you and I want to grow. I want to grow up. Right. And it was a contrast from why you said yes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, and the shift that happened in right. you because um, because you did walk with me that first year. She did move to Florida for two weeks <laughs> and she came back. Her husband was there a little bit longer, but that's a whole other story. But but then once once we were done, there was a time later that I invited you back in mm-hmm. to kind of almost re-disciple mm-hmm. because I, I didn't do well. Right. Um, we had talked about that in a in another video a while back, but but I had not understood what um what the process looked like. And so it was hard to not make it into a class mm-hmm. because I didn't understand the seasons and the right. phases. Right. Yeah. And so um so your why was different mm-hmm. for that the next mm-hmm. time. It wasn't about learning a process or anything mm-hmm. like that, but it right. was about the Lord. It yeah. was. And yeah. and it was actually part of my obedience and walking out my freedom from hiding from people. Yeah. Yeah. And so like we've been really good friends since I was 19 and a half and I'm 45, almost 46. <laughs> so, and she still was hiding from me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so... D1, two of the most important, uh, like the focus uh, in the M28 discipling is to get connected to the Lord and to each other. And so somebody that's outgoing and very people oriented and that uh, I remember um, a a good friend of mine, Paul Colley, we were praying one day and (laughs) we had gotten into a conversation after and he said to Jody, she said something about hiding and he said, well, I mean, like from who? I mean, you don't hide from Gretchen. And we both said, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and so think about that. And so D1 is really getting to that place where there's that um, 
freedom within yourself Mm -hmm. by the spirit of the Lord to be honest, open, and vulnerable with each other and uh, really build that in that come and follow process. And so when we talk about the soils of your heart, to me, this is part of it because um, I don't think developing spiritual family has to take years. Right. Or I don't even think it has to take months. Right. Um, When you come to the table and your heart is, I'm going to grow in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because we all get to grow as much as we want. We have Jesus. Right. And it's all available to us. And we say, like, I'm going to let you use these people mm-hmm. to help grow me up. Yeah. And um, so mutual submission. Right. And so spiritual family, if you have a whole table, like that mm-hmm. was one of my observations with these girls. I'm thinking they're all coming to the table hungry and ready. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is going to be awesome. I'm going to live there for a while. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, until... And that's what D1 is. D1 mm-hmm. is that connection. Like everybody's getting connected to him as vine and mm-hmm. source and not each other. Yeah. But everybody's getting connected to each mm-hmm. other in support and in Hebrews, mm-hmm. spurring one another on to good deeds, mm-hmm. love, all those and amazing that, things. And that in the soil of the heart, what I was yeah. going to say in that is like the Holy Spirit bursts that mm-hmm. in you. Mm-hmm. We we can't even really manufacture that in and of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um it comes from being connected. Yeah, yeah. And so so going back to uh, if D1 is all about connecting each other or t- connecting the group to the Lord and to each other, like you're going to come into some groups and you may be one that is very, very connected to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like you understand new covenant economy fantastically. Like if you look at the process of transformation, you're on the owning side of that, on the right hand side of that, tr- those triangles. Um, you're the same way as living connected mm-hmm. to him throughout the day and sitting with him on a consistent basis. Your identity is fairly solid in, in Christ mm-hmm. and not in other you know things. You hear his voice. But like there's still, D1 still has great benefits for you and mm-hmm. connecting you like it niche, like the Lord will knit mm-hmm. your hearts together if you allow him, mm-hmm. if you're good soil. And that's what she's talking about the second time that she came through. And it was a, a different process, short, like it was a different time frame even, looked a little different because it was the second because she was willing and open, mm-hmm. like her soil was ready for the Lord to knit our hearts together yeah. in, in the true, real things. Mm-hmm. And yes. it was awesome. Was it, it not awesome. awesome? It's yeah. still awesome. It's still awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, but what it looks like, you know, like within that group is we begin to live connected to him and abide mm-hmm. in that loving union, right? Through through his indwelling spirit, not outward conformity, but his indwelling spirit, we get connected relationally mm-hmm. to each other and spur each other on. But there's a lot of excitement and energy. And if you catch what she said in just a minute, she was talking about those girls. And she said, I'm just going to live there right now. <laughs> like there's excitement and energy and like everybody around that table, in that living room, whatever, um, wherever you're meeting, like they are excited to follow him and truly live connected to each other, even mm-hmm. not just to him. And it's just like, it's like a bunch of lit matches in a room, right? A bunch of little toddlers running around. Yeah. It is. It's like, it's, they're so excited. Yeah. Everything's new. Everything's exciting. Let's go. Let's do it. 
all the time. Yeah. Never stops. Right. Right. (laughs) And like you can't get enough of each other. Mm -hmm. Like that is what it's like. And so when you look at that, um, like everybody wants to be there all the time. Mm -hmm. Like they're not canceling. They're They're not not showing up late. They're staying late. You know, like they're not saying I'm leaving early. Like get your stuff done. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And so, (laughs) um, and we're not talking about life circumstances or anything. There's right. some of us that get up really early, you know, different things like that. But, like, it is just excitement and joy-filled and energy and mm-hmm. all of those things. And and that is the sweet spot of D1, mm-hmm. right? It is. And so, um, now, Jody mentioned there's some there can be some deceptions in it if your soil of your mm-hmm. heart isn't right. And so you can actually pretend... To be connected to them, right? But after a while, everybody's going to notice, including yourself, that you weren't really. Mm-hmm. And so going in, knowing, like, I'm pursuing Jesus. I'm pursuing a relationship with these people. Eating Second Timothy 2.2, where I know, like, I am purposing to be a faithful and reliable person. That doesn't mean a person without faults, right. but a faithful and reliable person. And the soil of my heart is progressing to good. Like, I am purposing for that. Mm-hmm. And, man, the Lord can do so much mm-hmm. through that first season, that first phase of discipling yeah. with that. It, yeah. is, it is true. Yeah. It is good. And you do have to be careful because it was easy for me to hide because I can be very extroverted. Mm-hmm. And I can be an open book. Mm-hmm. But I only opened my book <laughs> to things that couldn't Hurt cause mm-hmm. my heart damage. Yeah. So I didn't talk a lot about my kids. I didn't talk a lot about my marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're going to judge me, mm-hmm. which is what I felt like. So if you're going to judge me, like those things are going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Because I tried a purpose to be good, I guess. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Unfortunately, that's true. I purpose to be mm-hmm. good in those things. Yeah. And... um. And so I was able to hide because I was really open with all this stuff. Right. But I wasn't open with this stuff but down here. Mm -hmm. And so. Super good. mm -hmm. It's real. It's real. And so if just to recap, like D1, come and follow, is where Jesus gives us an invitation to be able to come Mm -hmm. in this process of being discipled by somebody else that's wanting to grow in the Lord to where the group of people are wanting to live connected to him. And they learn how to do that and live connected to each other and spiritual mm-hmm. family at that deep level where you're learning to pray for each other, fight for each other, cheer each other on, mm-hmm. all of those things. And so if you marry that back to Matthew 4, where he says, come follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. I'll, I'll teach you to catch men. Like the end goal is that. And we see that at the end of mm-hmm. his life, like when he's here at the end of his time on, on earth. But... Like if you tie that, you don't know how to catch people and catch men for the kingdom, like for his purposes, if you don't know how to, first of all, live connected to him. And if you don't know how to live in relationship with each other, Mm -hmm. nobody's going to want to be with you, right? And so you have to learn, uh, you have to experience, that's what I meant to say, not learn. You have to experience this phase or this season with a group of people and let the Lord knit your hearts together in community mm-hmm. and in fellowship. So mm-hmm. you want to add good. anything before I have you pray? A lot, but I'm going to hold that back. 
<laughs> or we'll be here all night. Okay. So, all right. Um, yeah. Anything else? I don't think so. I okay. think we covered it. All right. We'll pray us uh, out then. All right. all right. Well, Father, I am so thankful for your um, for your invitations that you give us. And Lord, I pray that each and every one of us would begin to hunger and thirst even more to become the soil, the good soil Mm -hmm. that can take in everything that you have for us, that we would be reliable men and women of the gospel, Mm -hmm. that we wouldn't sit around and wait for anything to grow in you and to know you more and to love you more and to love Mm -hmm. your family more. Father, I pray that you would begin to highlight um, to those that are listening people in their life that they can go love mm. and share the gospel with uh, even today. Yeah. And that they would not wait mm-hmm. because today matters for eternity. Right. Thank you. I pray that mm. you would just settle in them um, that you are the one that does the making of these things Mm -hmm. if we will just slow down and receive Mm -hmm. and let you have your way in our hearts i thank you that you're faithful and that you're good Mm -hmm. in jesus name amen amen